It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, rising tensions. New fallout following that heated Senate hearing tackling social media and child safety. You have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. CEOs facing tough questions and addressing victims' families. The details straight ahead. Plus, checking in on Elmo. The Sesame Street star is live in Studio 1A to talk about his social media post that went viral and sparked a big reaction. We'll see how he's doing in just a bit. And curb appeal. Get ready to LOL. I mean, if you're going to laugh out loud, why aren't you laughing out loud? Why say it? Why not just laugh? Because our friend Larry David's here. We're going to talk about the final season of Curb. Don't you think the sorry window is closed on that? In a sit-down conversation that will have you feeling... Pretty, 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 pretty good. Today, Thursday, February 1st, 2024. Sending love to our dad. Watching in Tenants Harbor, Maine. Happy birthday. Shout out to my family in Fort Worth, Texas. Mom's turning 70 today. On the Today Show. Travel from Nashville to see Savannah and Hoda. Here from Fort Myers, Florida. Love you, Grammy and Papa. Good morning to my mom in Portland, Tennessee. On our first girls trip from Indianapolis. To meet Al Roker. Cute. What a fun bunch outside. Can't wait to get out and say hello. Thank you for coming to see us on this Thursday morning. Nice group out there. Oh, it's a good one out there. It's a good one in here, Shall too. Shall we? Elmo plus Larry David. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. All right, kids, let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock. We begin with breaking news overnight, the collapse of an airport hangar and the search for survivors. So this happened in Boise, Idaho. At least three people were killed, nine others hurt most of them in critical condition. Officials say a private hangar that was under construction suddenly came down along with the crane at the working site there. Rescuers risked their own safety to pull victims out of that wreckage. They believe everybody working in the area has been accounted for. An investigation into what caused that accident will now get underway. Turning to Washington now, fallout is growing from yesterday's hearing on Capitol Hill focused on the risks that social media pose to children. The CEOs from five of the largest platforms were grilled by lawmakers on both sides. NBC's senior national correspondent Kate Snow was in the hearing room. Good morning to you. Good morning, Savannah. Good morning, everyone. It was a combative and emotional Senate hearing with the chief executives of Discord, Snap, TikTok, X, and Meta facing tough questions from senators on both sides of the aisle. Senators accused the CEOs of failing to protect children from illicit content, predators, and extortion. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg in particular tangled with senators over his platform's safety record, which he defended. And then one of the most memorable moments of the hearing, he was pressed by Senator Josh Hawley to speak to families in the room who say their loved ones died after being victimized on social media. I'm sorry families have, have suffered. And this is why we invested so much. 
Some of those families holding photos of their children, as you see there. Afterwards, several told me that Zuckerberg's words rang hollow to them. They're also concerned that nothing will come out of this hearing. At least six social media bills are still waiting for action in the Senate. That includes legislation known as the Kids Online Safety Act. That's just one of them, which Snapchat and X endorsed yesterday. But others like Discord did not. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer tells NBC he wants to make children's online safety a priority. But none of these bills is scheduled to come up for a full vote in the Senate. And they have many more legislative priorities right now in an election year. So unclear where all this will go. Mm -hmm. All right. Kate, thank you for staying on it. Well, now to the latest on a shocking act of violence that was caught on camera in the heart of Times Square. Police right here, as you can see, trying to break up a group of young men outside a migrant shelter Saturday night. At one point, the men start punching and kicking two of the officers who suffered minor injuries. Five suspects were eventually arrested on felony charges. A manhunt still underway for seven others. All of those arrested were staying at the shelter and were released without bail. When asked if the asylum seekers should be deported, New York Governor Kathy Hochul said it is something that should be looked at. Guys, coming up, a fun mix of stars are here. First of all, we have Sesame Street's Elmo, plus his dad, Louie. Yeah. And on the other side of the rhetorical perch, we have Larry David. Oscar the Grouch, if you were a Sesame Street character, would that not be your character? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you, is this another teaser? Yes. <laughs> no, I had contractually, not, I don't do teasers. You do now. Well, okay, somebody's getting sued. Okay? <laughs> I'm not supposed to be doing teasers. I told him specifically. Okay. All right. No teasers. Cut the mic. All right. Much to discuss with Larry right Stop after watching. this. Stop watching. Stop watching. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, we are back with the little red guy (laughs) behind a simple tweet that in just three short days has been viewed nearly 200 million Mm -hmm. times. Of course, we're talking about our dear friend Elmo. He did something so sweet, and it sparked kind of an unexpected reaction online. Well, we want Elmo to tell us what he learned from all this in a moment. But first, let's check out more on the post behind the frenzy. An innocent post this week from one of Sesame Street's favorite furry friends has gone viral. Elmo wrote, Elmo's just checking in. How's everybody doing? With nearly 200 million views. 
Those kind, thoughtful nine words touched a nerve. These are out of Elmo's emotion. Tens of thousands of users on X sharing with the three-year-old Muppet how they're really feeling. Some saying the responses amount to a social media trauma dump. One response, not good, Elmo, not good. Another simply said, Elmo, we are tired. Another writing, Elmo, girl, I'm having a quarter-life crisis right now, and I can't get my stuff together to finish this last semester. I'm mentally burned out, and I have a lifetime of working to go. One tweet expressing, Elmo was just checking in. He didn't ask for all this. That may be so, but Elmo took to social media to respond, saying, wow, Elmo's glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they're doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. Hashtag emotional well-being. Celebrities, including Dionne Warwick, T-Pain, Rachel Ziegler, and Garfield sending Elmo responses. Even the president weighing in, tweeting, I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days, adding, even though it's hard, you are never alone. And our own Craig Melvin sent this message. Thanks for checking in, Elmo. Mondays are hard. Hope you're doing great. Be sure to check on Oscar. He always seems to be in a mood. All right, so we're so happy because look who's here. Elmo and his dad made the trip from Sesame Street. Elmo? You good, morning. Are, good morning. Good morning. You asked everybody how they're doing. So how about today we turn the tables? How are you doing? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Elmo's really, really happy. Um, and Elmo's glad that he got to talk to a lot of people yeah. and see how they're doing. Louie, were you surprised that Elmo, you know, tweeted that, asking how people were? And you got so many views, 180 million mm-hmm. plus. And people really, I guess they told the truth, you know, how they were feeling, good or bad. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people expressing a lot of feelings out there. It gave me some goosebumps, I'll tell you that. Aww. So so many people willing to just let my boy know what's really going on inside. Aww. Yeah, and you know what? Um, Daddy helps Elmo with the Twitter, with the, with the ex, because... um. <laughs> Elmo can't read? Oh, oh only three. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of run it for him. He yeah, has okay. only three and a half. His, oh, yeah. His fingers right. don't really know the letters that good. Yeah. And he's big. He needs a social media manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's yeah. amazing. He can't read, but the grammar is always perfect. Oh, well, Elmo tries. Yeah. Elmo, you, you, you obviously got a lot of responses from people that are, like, overwhelmed, that are dealing with a lot yeah. in life. What does Elmo do when, when Elmo's overwhelmed and Elmo's dealing with a lot? Well, you know, it's important to remember that we all have a lot of feelings, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's good to, to know what feeling you're having. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if you're feeling sad or worried or confused, then you can talk to someone that you love and trust. And, and it's good to talk about it. I know that your dad read you a lot of those tweets. Yeah. So which ones, Elmo, stood out to you? What did you Ooh. see and go, wow, that was cool? But there were so many. Yeah. There, there, there was the president. Yeah. Which was, which Emma, Emma couldn't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, and Craig's was really good too. Oh, Craig, yours <laughs> was good too. Well, you know, I've loved you for a long time, Elmo, uh-huh. so I was just so happy that you decided to take some, some time out of your day to just check on all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's very important to check on your friends and see how they're doing because maybe they're not doing okay or maybe they are, but it's good to talk about it. 40,000 responses. We don't even know how to count that high yet, do That's we? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Louie, you, you guys put the hashtag emotional well-being, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a matter of 
you, maybe you can't fix the problem, but just asking and knowing that someone cares, don't you think? Well, emotional well-being, that's that's kind of the key. It's, it's as important as your physical health. So learning what feelings you have inside and uh, how to name them and healthy ways to express them, well, that's, that's just part of living nowadays. You've got to get it out. Yes. yes. Elmo, you know what this tells me? It what? tells me that people feel so comfortable and yes. close to you mm-hmm. that they can tell you all of the things that are bothering them. <laughs> And you're so special. And you know what else is special about you? You have a birthday coming up. That's true. Oh, my gosh. That's true. Saturday, you're going to be three and a half again. That's right. Elmo's going to be three and a half, just like last year and the year before and the year before. How are you going to celebrate? What are you going to (laughs) do? Well, um, Elmo's having a party if you want to come by. Oh, absolutely. Daddy, can we have a party? Oh, sure. Uh, (laughs) Are we going to invite all 40,000 of those people that responded? Yes, everybody's invited. Everybody got to get more paper. Louis, I love what you said when he read the the, the responses. He got goosebumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're so furry. How did you know? <laughs> you just yeah. The hair kind of stands up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys, oh. Elmo. Elmo and Louis, thank you. Thank you guys thank so, you so much. much. I love what you started, Elmo. Great job. Keep you're checking the coolest. In. Keep All right. Checking and in. we are going to have more on Elmo's well done, unique son. voice on social media on our website at today.com. All right. Let's go over to Alfred. Check of the weather. Uh, 60s out west where we got a lot of rain. 70s and 80s down through. Texas. We're looking at 30s and 40s, 50s into the Northeast. Nice and warm down through Florida. We got that February warmth stretching all the way from Texas. Uh, foggy conditions up through the plains. Snow in northern New England. We got plenty of sunshine through the Southeast. Bit of a flood threat. We've got that second storm that's going to be coming in over the weekend, too, as well. So a lot going on. Uh, all right. There you go. Larry, <laughs> should we talk about should we talk about Herb? Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Whatever you well, want actually, to talk you know about. that's funny that you say that because um, you were By so way, gay. Isn't it? Isn't it a little freaky knowing that there are people just standing there watching? Huh? <laughs> the, they well, can't hear television. Us. Yeah, yeah, that okay. that happens. Yeah. That helping happens. people are watching. So you had a rule that there were some things you did not want to talk about. Yeah, that was when the you thing you here. said. You told our producer, we saw. Let's talk about anything. There's Except just one thing we don't want to talk about. So let's start there. What do you think about <laughs> Travis and Taylor? <laughs> You you've really got a nerve. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you've really got, you've really got a nerve. You bring it out or not? By the way, I we I, weren't going to. We I used I used the S word once before <laughs> on this show some years ago. Oh, oh. I'm prepared to use oh, it no, again. No, no, no. In no. answer to that question, <laughs> and I think you know it's I don't give. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, that, okay. A schnoodle. A yeah, schnoodle. A schnoodle. Yes. Okay. Lair, it's your final season, I know, friend. We're, final we're, season, we're kind yes. of bumming. Yeah. That it's what? the end. Yeah. You're bumming. Yeah. yeah. Are you bumming? No. Well, why is it the end? Yeah, why did no you decide saying, that? No end it. I think, you know, I'm almost ready for a nursing home. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a it's a little old for a grown man to be acting like that. You know, <laughs> you know what your colleague JB Smoove said. He says he says this. I think he's going to get home, sitting around his fancy living room with his fancy little coffee table, drinking one of those espressos with his legs yeah, crossed yeah. over. Look at his legs yeah. crossed over. And he's like going to get bored. Yeah. He's going to get bored. And Larry's going to call everyone one at a time, and maybe two years from now, maybe three, maybe four. I don't know, but Larry always gets bored. So you're going to, he thinks it's going to come back again. Yeah, no, 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 you know, nobody believes me. I don't understand it. But people don't believe me. This, this is it. This is it. This is it. This This is the finale. Now, Larry, another thing that you love to talk about, finales. Mm -hmm. Were you stressed out about doing this finale Mm -hmm. and giving Curb a proper send off? Yeah. 
A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, if I may be honest. Say yeah. more about that. Which I don't like being, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was some, uh, some to do about the the Seinfeld. Finale. Yeah, there was a yeah. to do. Yeah, so, you uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but can you give us a little hint? Like, no, I can't. Why? No, I can't. Because you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, oh. I don't want to. You two. Yeah. You're not cut this year. We're not Wait. in it, are we? You're in it. We're in it. You're. You he's know what? lying. You know he's lying. You do this every time. No, lying. yeah, you are. You're like, oh, you just big cameo. We had such a big bit last time. We remember? did about the pickle. Yeah. And yeah. Larry's like, hey, yeah. stay late. I'm going to put you in curve. Yeah. And then we kept doing <laughs> the lines over and over. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were very good. You were very good. It just, it wasn't real <laughs> for yeah, you. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't really put us in the, the final season. Well, we'll see. We'll have to watch and find out. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not falling for it. I'm not either. Okay, let's get your take on a couple of things. Sure, that yeah. Kind of get, get on your let's jangly. Get, let's get my take. <laughs> All right. Let's do All right. Takes okay, you. here's one. Okay. Is yeah. it is it ever okay to chat and cut? Now, chat and cut is when you see your friend. You know, describe yes. it. Describe what chat and cut. A is. chat and cut is there's a line. Yeah. Okay. And maybe you sort of know somebody a little bit. You met them once, and then you go and pretend like you know them very well. And then you don't leave that position in the line. Oh, they're oh. ahead in the line. Because they're ahead in the line. Oh. So you've walked, oh, hey. Hey. And, and now all of a sudden, you're, you've cemented your place in the line. Are you pro <laughs> chat and cut? That's a chat and cut. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever done it? I've done it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do you think about the Stanley no, Cup no, craze? No, do it in front of me, though. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah. Got okay. it, got it. Because I'll say, yeah, yeah, I see the chat and cut. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, the Stanley Cup craze. Do you know about that? There's big... The Those water tanks tumblers. that everyone likes to walk around with. Now, no. you don't okay. know about that? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They're big. Cu- people are like fighting over them in Walmart. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, they they want that big jug full of water so they can carry it around and drink out of it. You really I, don't I, know I, about I, it? I, I, honestly, I've never heard of it. Because you don't watch this show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's it? Oh, what's the appropriate length for a stop and chat? You're on the street. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. It's a good question. Again, it depends how how well you know the person. I guess on the street, maybe uh, ninety seconds. Uh-huh. Oh, that's long. Ninety seconds. So, are you saying that people see you, you'd like them to stay ninety seconds? No, no, that's not me. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a people. normal person. Yeah, I'm talking about a person. Yeah. How long is a Larry stop and chat? Yeah, fifteen twenty seconds. Okay. That's yeah. it. That's, that's the max. Yeah. Hey, hey, do you want to do it? Hey, Savannah, how you doing? Hey, hey good to see you. Oh my gosh, how are you? Yeah. Are you okay? You know what? I. Can we do this another time? Yeah. You got lunch with Elmo? Got to get there? Okay. How about leaving a party? Okay. Do you have to go up to the host and everybody there and say your goodbyes? Uh Or are you a... Another another good question. You you guys are pretty good today. (laughs) Okay. Um, I won't do it. You know, the goodbyes are a terrible thing in life. Yeah. Yeah. They they just... People don't know how to negotiate them. Because everybody always wants to... Make a plan with you. Yeah. Let's, let's, oh, oh, yeah, you know, let's, let's get, let's should have lunch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they can't leave without a plan. Yeah. yeah. So nobody wants to really say goodbye to anybody because nobody wants the plan. Exactly. I agree. So, so you think to slip out. Get out. Get out. Hoda yeah. does that. I we do call that. it the Houdini. It's so she easy. She just dissipates. Just leave. Gone. I'm okay. With you. When but people you, then you know what happens the next day Why? or the next time they see you. 
You know, you left. What, you didn't say goodbye. It's like a tragedy. <laughs> you didn't say goodbye. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, I didn't say goodbye. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about um, when you're invited to a party and they, the host says no gifts? Do you believe them? Do you not bring a gift? I'm not bringing a gift. <laughs> by, by the way, I'm not bringing a gift even if they say gifts. So, <laughs> no, you're that guy. Uh, well, I'm going to think about another person for that length of time to go out and buy them something. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay, we're just real quick. Tipping. You know, tipping culture is kind of a oh, thing right now. Yeah. You know, it's like we just did the interview. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could f- show you. Do you want to mm-hmm. tip us 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20%? Mm-hmm. Do you like how tipping culture has really exploded? And what would you tip us for this interview? You'd have to tip me. For, <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed, like in the little coffee shops, right? Yeah. yeah. If you go in and you get a croissant with a cup of coffee, yeah. you know, there's a tip yeah. spot, right? Yeah. And it freaks people out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how much do you tip? How, how much we do you tip? We have five seconds. How much do I tip? Yeah. Fifty percent. Fifty? Sometimes a hundred. <laughs> Sometimes. Larry, we love yeah. you. We but... love you. Final yeah. season of Curb, as if. Sunday, HBO and Max. You guys were really good. Thank you. Thank you. I don't believe it. Hey. Happy birthday, beautiful. Hey, good morning, guys, we are back. It's 830. It's a Thursday morning. Guys, it's the 1st of February. It's already what? warm. Can I? Do we have time? I yes, just you do. Show, no, okay, yes. stop right there. Jimmy, look at this gorgeous lady. Happy birthday. You are 70. You are so beautiful. Thank you so much. What's your name? My name's Juliet Meese from Southern California. Hey. Baywood Park, California. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, oh, gorgeous. Sweetest. Yes. Is she lovely? Sweetest. Sweetest. Oh, very good. Greg just met some of his people back there. I, I'm God's country. Cousins. I'm from Columbia. <laughs> oh, Columbia. South Carolinians. There you go. By the way, you say today's February 1st. I had a buddy of mine text me a picture of a beer sitting on a bar at 12.01 last night. <laughs> there you go. He survived dry January. So congratulations oh, to those who did. Coming up, we got Popstar still uh, here. And Barbie herself, Margot Robbie, addressing the Oscar snub for the very first time. We'll tell you what she had to say about that controversy. Also, you mentioned February 1. That means it is Black History Month. So we're launching our Discover Black Heritage series in honor of Black History Month. And we're going to do it with the schoolhouse that has a really incredible story, a really incredible history of educating black children and how it is now carrying that legacy forward in a new way. That's good. I cannot wait to Me see too. that. Me too. That's so a cool. great story. Uh, coming up on the third hour, get ready to shop all day. We're talking hand-picked items for your closet, your kitchen, and a very sweet Valentine's Day idea. Oh, cool, Rooker. And tomorrow we are exploring the latest fashion craze it's called the mob wife aesthetic. What's it? What's it? Everybody's yeah. doing it. What is yeah. it? Yeah, really dressed like, like a mob, a mob wife. wife. It's like leather and oh. all that. Ooh, like leopard pants, leopard, and stuff? a lot of cheetah. It's yeah. a lot cool. of cheetah. A lot of cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Great idea. Are you going to do it, Hoots? Uh, let's do it. Okay. Okay. You're going to top it off with a bow. Okay. Wait, you're off tomorrow, don't you? Mr. Roker. Well played. Well played. Sure, I'd love to do it with you. Yeah. Bye. Okay. First, let's. Check your weather, show you for your, your what you got for the weekend. Breezy and chilly in the northeast tomorrow on Groundhog's Day. Uh, mountain snows and all the mess along the west coast. Afternoon storms through Texas. Saturday, the strong storms move into the Gulf Coast. Sunny skies from the Great Lakes, Mid-Atlantic, all the way down into Florida. Snow continues in the Rockies. Sunday, Sunday! There's a chill in the air from the Great Lakes into the northeast. Mid-Atlantic states, more wet weather through the eastern Gulf. Next west coast storm comes in, bringing more rain.
rain and snow. Snow through the Cascades, Intermountain regions as well. And that is your latest weather. Okay, wow. guys, it is February 1st. That means it is time to announce our start today. Let's go. Theme for the month. The leader of our group, Stephanie Mansour, is here. And now I love this because this you, you're such a cheerleader for this. And you picked this month's theme. That's right. It is balance. Oh, you know, wow. something that we don't oh. think about. But you've got to have strong balance to be a strong walker and just to mm-hmm. get around. So I, I wanted to work on my balance. And I thought, what better way to get that February theme going than to enlist Steph to, to lead us off on it. That's right, Al. And, you know, we've got a 29-day plan this month because it's leap year. Yeah. So we've oh, got yeah. an extra yeah. day. Yeah. So we've got a balanced strength training workout that's going to help you tighten and tone your whole body while improving your balance. We've also got a five-minute core workout that's mm-hmm. going to help you strengthen those abs. And, of course, we've got walking. Now, we've got modifications for all levels, you guys. So if you're a beginner, I've got you covered. If you want to step it up and do more advanced moves, you can join us with that. That is not the only big announcement you have, Uncle Al. That's right. We're talking, uh, it's going to take the February challenge on the road. Ooh. We're putting our newfound balance to using your town, your state, Craig Melvin, South Carolina. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be walking in the mountains and on the beaches. And you can join us live on February 28th as we cross the finish line together. It is sponsored by Discover South Carolina. Make sure y'all go now. Make sure you're there, Columbia. Uh, How can other folks join? You know, what you want to do is you want to open up the camera on your phone, come up to your screen, scan that QR code. That's going to get you signed up for our free Start Today newsletter. And in today's newsletter, which comes out at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific, there's a link to register. And there's a limited number of registrants. So you want to make sure you sign up for that newsletter. You get it. It comes out today. And you can sign up for Hilton Head or Greenville. Okay. And we're going to meet you all at the finish line there. Yeah, Love that's it. a great idea. That's I think awesome. you ought to come down. Way to go. Well, I, I will. I might. I might. Wow. Very cool. Ah, it's very windy. Winds are picking up. Stephanie, we're looking forward to that. A lot of balance. A lot of South Carolina at the end of the month. So good luck to everybody. Get that QR code going. And coming up next here, comedy legend. There is one that's set to get the Icon Award at the People's Choice Awards. We'll have more on that coming up in Popstar. But first, this is today on NBC. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Right, we're going to start with TikTok. One of the world's largest music companies is pulling its songs 
from the social media app. Universal Music Group, which represents the likes of Taylor Swift and Coldplay, says it has failed to reach a new deal with the social media giant over artist compensation. TikTok responded to that, saying it is sad and disappointing that Universal Music has put their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters. Starting today, the music takedown will be in effect, so you can expect to see those songs disappearing from videos on the TikTok platform, we should mention Universal Music Group has no relationship to our parent company, NBC Universal. You can find more info on that at today.com. That's based up like 60% of the songs you hear on TikTok. Yes, really? a it's a lot of, yeah. wow. it's a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Things will change there. Next up, Margot Robbie, the Barbie actor speaking out after last week's Oscar nominations that had many fans calling her omission the best actress category, a major snub. Margot's uh, blockbuster hit scored a total of eight nominations, but not for its leading title character. At a Screen Actors Guild panel this week, here's what Margot had to say. There's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. We set out to do something that would shift culture, affect culture, just make some sort of impact, and it's already done that in some uh, way and more, uh, more than we ever dreamed it would. And that is truly the biggest reward that could come out of all of this. That's how you answer that yes, question. Yes, exactly. With class, yep. way to go. As for the film's director, who also missed a nod for uh, Best Picture nominee, Margot said that uh, she thought Greta Gerwig obviously deserved credit for pulling off a once-in-a-lifetime project. We'll see who takes home the trophies at the 96th Annual Academy Awards. They are next month. Next up, Saturday Night Live this weekend. The Bear star, my friend, the actress there, Io Debri. I'm going to hold her stuff while she hosts. She's going to do great. She'll be hosting SNL. And there's a really funny new promo that's out where she's revealing yeah. it's not as easy as you'd think to rally the cast of SNL for another big weekend. You can catch Io and J-Lo this weekend right here on NBC and Peacock. And finally, Patrick Mahomes. This video of the Kansas oh, City quarterback is, is going viral. I don't know how, but screen grabs of Mahomes' quote-unquote dad bod what? have been flooding social media. He's uh, totally embracing it, writing on X, yo, why they got to do me like that? <laughs> Hashtag dad bod season. And following up with, like, I got kids. <laughs> Perhaps the best response of all comes from the Kelsey Brothers podcast, New Heights. They tweeted this perfect side-by-side. <laughs> shirtless icon Jason Kelsey writing, this is the ideal male body. You may not like it, but this is what peak <laughs> performance looks like. I think Patrick still amazing. looks pretty good. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Yeah. that's a dad bod. I don't know what I'm rocking. Forget <laughs> it. Uh, just ahead, a special story in honor of Black History Month about a simple building with a remarkable hidden history helping the education of black students for centuries. But first, this is Today on NBC. And we're back with our special series, Discover Black Heritage, on this first day of Black History Month. And Craig, you've been talking about mm-hmm. this one for a while. This is special. A story of a schoolhouse older than America itself. And it is believed to be the oldest structure in North America that was dedicated to the education of black children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hidden in plain sight, too, Savannah. That building uh, that once contained the Williamsburg Breeze School might be you know, nothing special, nothing special to really look at. In fact, it was overlooked for decades. But the impact it has had has been hard to measure. It was a place where young students, most of them enslaved, started paving the way for an incredible legacy. It's not strange to see old-looking buildings around Colonial Williamsburg, but this one, now covered in scaffolding, was hiding in plain sight for decades before researchers established it had once been the Williamsburg Bray School. 1830s. Janice Kennedy has lived here all her life. 
She passed the building countless times not knowing its past. And for her, history is empowering. I needed to know so I could teach my children who they were. So they would feel like when they walk into a space that they had every right to be there. They needed anybody to approve of them. The Bray School operated from 1760 to 1774. Its mission, to educate black children, most of them enslaved. Dr. Maureen Elgersman Lee is the director of the Bray School Lab at William & Mary. The Bray Associates were based in London. They were rooted in the Anglican faith. And they had a real mission to educate children that they considered heathens. The enslavers actually thought they were saving their souls. Students ages 3 to 10 were taught to read the Bible and other books. The lessons geared toward teaching religion and obedience. But no one could control what they did with that knowledge. We do know that at least one child who went to the Bray School, Isaac B., ran away on two different occasions. The school closed when its teacher died, and in part because of the American Revolution, it never reopened. The building stayed on the campus of William & Mary, used for housing and other purposes, until it was moved in 1930 to make way for a new dormitory. After it was certified as a former home of the Bray School, Colonial Williamsburg bought the building and moved it to a new location last year. Matt Webster is the chief architect. They actually built the trailer underneath of the building and then we pulled it out, we brought it here. We had a foundation already built. Then we slid the building across on big I-beams to where the, the, the spot that you see it now. Webster's team is now working to restore the building before it's open to the public this fall. So Matt, this, this is wood from the 1700s? It is, this wood is from 1760. Um, we know that because we actually did a study called dendrochronology, so it's looking at growth patterns in trees, tree ring dating. We know that the trees felled to build this building were felled in the winter of 1759, 1760, spring of 1760, and the school opened September 29th, 1760. Now, Candidate can see her family's history with her own eyes. One of her ancestors was a free black child who attended the Bray School. Elijah Jones there. She was overcome with emotions when she first went into the building after learning its true history. I came to describe how surreal that was and be able to look out the window and walk where they possibly walked. Wonder how many of those children that were in those buildings from different times were actually a part of me, not just the one that we know about, but how many more. When you walked through it, what'd you feel? A lot of emotion, joy. Uh, sorrow. I wish my mother was here to know about it. I wish my grandfather was here to know about it. She thinks about her family, who've been in this area since they were brought here, and just how far they've come. They planted those seeds. They cast our seeds to the wind. The wind picked them up and took them everywhere, and we are everywhere. We've impacted this nation. So that shows how powerful we are, how we thrive, and that's why the story's so important. So the Bray School is set to open to the public in September while Colonial Williamsburg works on the physical structure. Scholars at the Bray School lab are working to gather oral mm. histories and make contact with descendants of the students who went to school there. And we're actually going to meet one of those scholars who has her own family connection to the school coming up uh, in the third hour of, of today. Someone uh, who is a descendant of a kid who went to school there mm. and also a descendant of one of the slave owners as well. Oh, wow. So coming up in the next hour. Yeah, fascinating. Amazing they were able to yeah. move it.
Yeah. Oh, move it like yeah. what an engineering yeah. feat that was. <laughs> Not to mention the dating of 1759, the tree Wood. fell in the winter. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the structure. Wow. By the way, if you've never been to Colonial oh. Williamsburg, oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's building after building that has yep. a storyline. Wow. And the who work in there Beautiful. that bring the history to yes. life. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Awesome. They're amazing. All right, guys, coming up next, one woman's story of strength, hope, and healing after suffering a heart attack. What you need to know about your own heart health. But first, this is today on NBC. Welcome back. February is Heart Health Awareness Month. And this morning, we have a remarkable story of a second chance at life. So six years ago, Chantrice Holman was training for a 10K. She's running five miles every day. Everything changed when she woke up and she wasn't feeling well and was raced to the hospital. After seven days in a coma, she awoke to the shocking news that she had survived what is known as a widow-maker heart attack. Chantrice is with us this morning, along with NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Taryn Arula. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you are like so many women. You were healthy and you were feeling kind of nauseous one morning, which most people would write off to what you wrote it off as. I ate something bad. It was no big deal. But this really was a big deal. What happened? This really was a big deal. So I, I woke up and I, I had a cheesesteak the night before, yeah. and I just figured shouldn't have had the cheesesteak. Yeah. Um, I was having a little bit of pressure in my chest, but nothing particularly serious. So I said, I'm going to go downstairs and get a ginger ale. I didn't make it to the stairs. I ran to the bathroom. I was immediately nauseous. I was immediately throwing up. I crawled back into the bed, and my husband just kind of looked at me, and he said, are you okay? Right. I said, I'm fine. I have to go to work. I have all these things to do. Five minutes later, he came back and looked at me again and said, do I need to call an ambulance? And in my head, I said, no, because I have 17 things I have to do today. But yes is what I said. You said yes. And I'm so thankful that I said yes. Once you got to the hospital, your heart stopped nine times. Mm -hmm. You were in a coma for a week. I want to pause on this story and talk about these symptoms. Nausea, things that you would anyone could feel like they just had a bad night. How do you know when it's something serious? Right. And it's so important to hear stories like this because many women think it has to be I'm clutching my chest and falling down in the Mm. ground like you see in the movies. And it can be much more subtle. It can be just a feeling of tightness, pressure, heaviness in the chest. I've heard women say, I feel like I have to take my bra off. It's just Mm -hmm. too tight. It can be the nausea, the indigestion, shortness of breath, feeling faint or like you might pass out uh, or even jaw or shoulder or back pain. So really important to understand these symptoms. This is the leading cause of death for women in this country. One woman every 80 seconds dies. It's so important. So you spent months in the hospital because you also had some infection complications, which explains why you're you're in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. But to to change your life and to say to yourself, I'm going to pick myself up and continue that's not easy it, at all. You, you had a very difficult time. So how did you sort of decide, like, I'm going to choose that I'm going to live this life that I have now? Well, the major factor for that was my daughter. My yeah. daughter is now 26, almost 27, but she was giving me all the tough, <clears throat> all the tough, <clears throat> excuse me, all the tough love that I had been giving her Uh all of these years and she wasn't going to let me just waste away um, on the sofa. And your faith was also a big factor in this. When I was in the hospital, my faith was was shot and everything that I I thought that I believed, 
I said, well, none of this is real because how could this possibly be happening to me if, if, if yeah. God is real? And it took, um, my, my mama dot, who is my surrogate mother, mm-hmm. she came to my house yeah. and she gave me a scripture, which is Jeremiah 29 and 11, which says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future with hope. And I tell people that that scripture mm-hmm. saved my life because I made the decision. I said, well, if there's a plan for this, then they, I, I have to run on and see what, what, what's next. Well, you are on your path. You are a fascinating human being. I wish we had an hour to talk to you because the way you've turned your life around and and how you're living a life of purpose now, probably far beyond you ever would have before. I encourage people to look you up. You're an incredible human being. Dr. Narula, thank you as always. All that stuff is going to help people at home who think maybe I'm just having a bad bad day today. Thank you guys so, so much. I appreciate it. We're back with the third and fourth hours of today coming up. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. 